Hello, my friend. I'm excited to be sharing with you a new series I have created for you all about careers. The first few episodes starting at the beginning. Okay, maybe not that far back for some of us. However, I wanted to start at the beginning of getting you to think about your future career and ultimately where you see yourself heading. I will be covering a number of episodes getting you to think about mapping out your career. The second part to the career series is where the fun really begins. We will be exploring various topics central to you navigating your career. There will be times when you may think you have royally screwed up any chance of promotion or advancement. However, don't worry, I will be your guide right there beside you holding your hand along the way. I got your back. I really do believe true growth and advancement in anyone's life and career comes by embracing the difficulties that crop up by understanding the lesson that has presented itself in front of you. Do you ever feel like you're in a vicious cycle or a virtual loop that you just can't get out of? And you think, why am I always attracting this type of person or this type of difficulty, I'll label it that way. It's more of the difficulty. It's not the people because the people will change over the years. Um, It's the situation that you find yourself in that you just cannot break free from. That is a true signal and sign giving you another opportunity to learn that lesson that you need to learn or improve or develop. Ultimately, we are then going to wrap up the series by looking at your next steps to get you closer to that vision you have for your life and career. And that's it. Easy? Well, I'll let you be the judge over the next several weeks. So if you are ready, let's begin the journey to your career success. Open plan office strategy for staying productive and maintaining focus. Open plan office strategy for staying productive and maintaining focus. For the past 25 years, 70% of employers in the U.S. have adopted an open plan office layout, even though numerous studies have found that they reduce productivity and increase distractions. Their popularity may be mainly due to the fact that they're economical because employees can be packed into less space. Sound familiar? Sardines springs to mind. While the lack of walls also may be handy for collaboration and learning from your peers, what do you do when you have tasks that require concentration, especially when you are working in what feels like and seems like or looks like a fishbowl? In today's show, I have some strategies that will help you to focus on your work. So if you like the sounds of that and you're ready to go, Let's get started.
Now, it's going to come as no surprise that I'm going to say concentration is key, especially when you are working in an open plan office. But a lot of times that's easier said than done, especially when the distraction is greater than the actual task at hand. But the first thing that you could possibly do, again, if it is conducive to the environment and you're not constantly being bombarded with lots of questions and people, people, your colleagues are actually being very rude when they see that you have headphones on and they clearly, that is a signal to everyone, most normal human beings. When you're wearing headphones, it means genuinely you do not want to be disturbed. You have to concentrate. But some people just don't get these signals. But if you can at all, then I would encourage you to wear headphones. Sometimes the obvious solution is the one that's most effective. Bring headphones or earbuds to work. Your employer may even be willing to cover the cost for noise-canceling devices. Something else that you could try is to post a busy signal or maybe even have some kind of a visual marker like a red hat and then you tell your team if I'm wearing the red hat it means I don't want to be disturbed or the busy signal like in the form of a post-it note or poster or something that you want to put up around your desk space so people cannot miss it. If your office doesn't have a system in place yet, create your own version of a do not disturb sign or signal. It could be your headphones or a sign that you can place on the top of your computer or around your cubicle or like I suggested, a red hat um, is another good indication of you do not want to be disturbed. Stay home. Now, okay, let me put a marker on this one. If your employer allows you to work remotely, and hopefully by now, especially with the pandemic that we have all been through and experienced together, hopefully your employer is one of those organizations that has fully embraced remote working. Take advantage of that flexibility. If possible, schedule your lengthy phone calls and tasks that require close attention for the days that you'll be at home, especially if it doesn't require certain pieces of equipment that you only have in the office, for example, or it cannot be taken home. Then you want to work your schedule around that if at all possible. stay home. Now, okay, let me put a marker on this one. If your employer allows you to work remotely, and hopefully by now, especially with the pandemic that we have all been through and experienced together, hopefully your employer is one of those organizations that has fully embraced remote working. Take advantage of that flexibility. 
If possible, schedule your lengthy phone calls and tasks that require close attention for the days that you'll be at home, especially if it doesn't require certain pieces of equipment that you only have in the office, for example, or it cannot be taken home. Then you want to work your schedule around that if at all possible. Now, it's not all about shutting down everyone and not being accessible to anyone. So you do want to be seen to be accepting interruptions. Changing the way you think about interruptions also helps too. Try to let go of anxiety and frustration and allow for that room for the interruptions. Maybe even build that into your calendar throughout the day as well, just so people know that you are available to them or you have scheduled in interruptions just in case that all important looming deadline can still be met even with the addition of interruptions. Another suggestion would be to gather your thoughts. At the same time, distractions have a real cost. One famous study found that it takes 23 minutes to get back on track, especially if you've been interrupted. You may be able to spend, speed up that process by taking a moment to assess your activities and plan your next moves. Again, if you have a diary, I would encourage you to heavily use it because you can always refer to it if you do have these interruptions and then you think, now what was I doing? Where was I? You can go back to your diary and go, oh yeah, I'm working on that and then get right back at it. And hopefully by reducing the 23 minutes it takes to get back on track. Another suggestion would be to gather your thoughts. At the same time, distractions have a real cost. One famous study found that it takes 23 minutes to get back on track, especially if you've been interrupted. You may be able to spend, speed up that process by taking a moment to assess your activities and plan your next moves. Again, if you have a diary, I would encourage you to heavily use it because you can always refer to it if you do have these interruptions and then you think, now what was I doing? Where was I? You can go back to your diary and go, oh yeah, I'm working on that and then get right back at it. And hopefully by reducing the 23 minutes it takes to get back on track. If the quiet hours is not at all possible, as I mentioned earlier about the call center environment, then maybe it's better to book a conference room. Some companies encourage employees to move around when they need more privacy. You might be able to use an empty meeting room or temporary offices where you can close a door. That's also a nice way to build in that quiet time because you are physically closing a door rather than being in this all-encompassing fishbowl environment that have no doors.
Another suggestion to reducing the noise in an open plan office would be to start messaging people. Instant messaging apps are becoming more widely available and also popular. And they also let you carry on some conversations silently. If you need to talk face-to-face, consider going somewhere out of earshot or within a communal area where you can stand as well. Because then it also encourages you to not spend a lot of time there because you are standing rather than sitting somewhere where you might become a little too comfortable. Okay, these next two suggestions are, they might on the surface seem a little out there, but hopefully they will make some sense and it's up to you. Take what you would like from them. The first one being is to shield your eyes. So visual noise counts too when you're sidetracked by watching what your office neighbors are doing. Some employers are limiting the line of sight with oversized plants, privacy screens, and curved computer monitors to try and eliminate some more of the distractions within the office. Okay, these next two suggestions are, they might on the surface seem a little out there, but hopefully they will make some sense and it's up to you, take what you would like from them. The first one being is to shield your eyes. So visual noise counts too when you're sidetracked by watching what your office neighbors are doing. Some employers are limiting the line of sight with oversized plants, privacy screens, and curved computer monitors to try and eliminate some more of the distractions within the office. Okay, this next one is a little out there because I don't know how easy this is to do with a lot of open plan offices, but if it's at all possible, could you turn down the lights or change them? Neutral colors and softer lights also decrease the urge to keep looking up. If it's time to redecorate the office, you might want to work with a designer who can suggest options that encourage psychological privacy. And finally, definitely talk with your boss. Your boss has an interest in your performance too. Be creative and proactive about offering suggestions that can help you and your coworkers to be productive. The last thing you want to do is go to your boss and start moaning and whining about the office environment and how you can't concentrate and everything is just nothing but negativity. You want to approach your boss and have a conversation with them about being proactive and offering some suggestions and solutions to the productivity that you are challenged with because of the lack of concentration. And finally, definitely talk with your boss. Your boss has an interest in your performance too. 
be creative and proactive about offering suggestions that can help you and your coworkers to be productive. The last thing you want to do is go to your boss and start moaning and whining about the office environment and how you can't concentrate and everything is just nothing but negativity. You want to approach your boss and have a conversation with them about being proactive and offering some suggestions and solutions to the productivity that you are challenged with because of the lack of concentration.